This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. Hey, this is Dewey from Peer Pleasure on Jabberjaw Media. I wanted to tell you guys about the Patreon for the show. It's called the Pleasure Seekers Club, and there's two levels. There's the $5 level and the $10 level. And all this is, guys, is to help support the show, help support the cost of putting the show out, um, you know, time spent uh, building the show, hosting costs, travel costs to do the in-person interviews that you guys like so much. Um, it all costs money, and I always try to find the best deal for sure uh, because I do have a day job as well. But having that support on the Patreon is definitely going to help uh, bring more in-person interviews, more travel more uh, updated uh, graphics, hosting, websites, all that stuff. So, um, And if you like the show, $5 a month or $10 a month really helps out. I know it's kind of a, uh, an interesting thing with the Patreon when something's already free, uh, but it is always going to be free. But if you want to support the show a little bit more, I'd absolutely appreciate it. Uh, you can pay either $5 or $10 a month. We'll try to do some special things for the patrons as well as we go, um, but it's just a way to support the show in a different way, and uh, like I said, I really appreciate you guys coming back week after week. That's the most important thing I can ask for. So definitely go over and check out the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Podcast. Once again, that is patreon.com slash Podcast. Sign up today and join the community and help out the show. Keep it growing, and I thank you so much. Hey, this is Doc Coyle, host of the X-Man Podcast and part of the Jabberjaw Media Podcast Network. The X-Man Podcast is where I talk to professionals in the music world and other creative industries about the challenges and transitions of leaving monumental ventures. This podcast is for those passionate and driven 20 to 30-somethings at a crossroad trying to figure out what's next. Listen and subscribe at JabberjawMedia.com.
What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Peer Pleasure with Dewey Halpas on Jabberjaw Media. I am Dewey, your host with the most, bringing you more great content week after week. And as you've noticed, this month of February, we're doing something a little different um, with a huge backlog of episodes. We are going to release, uh, at least for the first week, two weeks, we're going to release an episode every day. Uh, every weekday, that is. Weekends will take off. But uh, this week, we have Tatiana from the band Ginger. Um, I, I don't, I left the last name off cause I'm not sure how to pronounce it. And she also, uh, didn't want to necessarily explain it because apparently it's pretty interesting. So, uh, Tatiana from Ginger on the program today. Uh, glad to have her. It's something we've been trying for, for a long time. I wanted to do it in person and the tour they were on was, you know, it was like a year out, uh, from hitting Portland and we did that and big thanks to, uh, Natalie at, uh, napalm and and uh for setting that up and uh yeah so anyways um with with this interview it was a little strange because tatiana's one of those um one of those people that are the fans are insane the fans are bringing her gifts all the time you know it's one of those things where I talk about it sometimes on the show when people have like an inflated version of who you are, um, how nothing is really real. Um, she's kind of in that boat, and it's something um, that's interesting. Like we talked for a minute before the interview, and she said, you know, she doesn't even have room for her own clothes to go home because so many people have brought her gifts and pictures that they've drawn of her. You know, and, and it's weird when you're in that place where everyone wants something from you uh, or to give you something, you know, it's just a strange place to be in. So when we first met, she was really apprehensive, um, you know, like, oh my gosh, another interview, you know, uh, what does this guy want kind of thing. And we were kind of just left to our own devices, like, hey, you know, here she is, here's Miss Tatiana. And the tour manager left, and it was just her and I, and she was extremely sick. Um, you know, I had mentioned, hey, we could reschedule, you know, do a phone later. And she said, there's really no time, so let's do it now. Um, so you'll, you'll hear she's a little bit sick. Um, and yeah, we made it work. We found a spot at the Hawthorne theater to do it. Um, and I think it went really well. Um, it does cut off pretty abruptly because, uh, her phone kept going off and, uh, she had ignored it and then finally looked at it and apparently she was late for sound check. So, uh, they were already on stage playing and, uh, she literally ran out of there and I walked out and she was on stage sound checking. So, um, you know, thanks to Tatiana for the time we had and, and, uh, it was a good, it was a good chat. I really liked it. And I think she warmed up, uh, after the first minute or two, realizing it wasn't another how's the tour going kind of interview. And, uh, that made things a lot more comfortable. So, uh, big thanks to her. And, uh, yeah, I think you guys are really going to like it. So, uh, peerpleasurepodcast.com is the website. Check it out for all the information on the show and peerpleasurepod at gmail.com is the email. Thank you guys so much for coming back week after week. And in this case, day after day, I hope it's making your week a little better having a whole bunch of content coming at you. And uh, especially if you're at work, you know, uh, whatever you're doing where you're listening to this, hopefully it makes it a little better this week. So, uh, yeah, appreciate you guys. So uh, without further ado, guys, let's get into uh, this. Uh, it's Wednesday. So let's get into Wednesday's episode with Tatiana from Ginger.
Tatiana from Ginger, welcome All to right. the Peer Pleasure Podcast. Nice to meet you, man. How are we doing? Thank Very you sick. For I've seen. Yeah, yeah. My one nose reel is completely dead oh <laughs> right now. Gosh. Yeah, I don't know how I'm gonna. Sing. Well, I've been singing for three days like this, you know, in this state. Yeah. So. <clears throat> how do you get through that? That's. You see, I cannot. <laughs> I know. I just. I'm, it's. It's. Uh, I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand how you can do it. Uh, you know, like people can endure more than they they think. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we are more than just humans. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for taking the time to do this, even though you're sick. I really appreciate it. I've been looking forward to doing this for a while. Back mm -hmm. when they first announced the tour, I hit up Natalie and I was like, hey, I know November is like several months away, but can we do this? She's like, oh, I think so. Well, just hit mm -hmm. me up beforehand. So, yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Well, no well you're a long way from home in Ukraine. Can you tell me a little bit about growing up in Ukraine and, and kind of where you come from? I mean, that's... Mm. Well, um, well, for me, it, it was okay to grow to grow up there, you know. Mm. And uh, I grew up in an in industrial city. So in a family of workers, my mother uh, was a bookkeeper mm -hmm. and my father, I still don't know his actual profession, but he, he deals with um, mines, you know, N uh -huh. not coal mines, but this, uh, <sighs> yeah, something. Just He's mining just in like general, worker. Like yeah, yeah. And um, I was a happy child. You know, I had everything that the child would want. Mm -hmm. And um, I enjoyed very little things because uh, my parents are not uh, rich, mm -hmm. far mm -hmm. from being rich. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just spent just, I don't know, 20 hours outside playing, <laughs> playing with yeah. my friends, you know, I didn't experience any deficiency in anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, because like, I, I, nowadays, uh, like, like children who are five years old, they already want like iPhones, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't three. want that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't want that. You know, I didn't have a computer or whatever. Mm -hmm. I just spent a lot of time outdoors yeah yeah i did a lot of outdoors activities and um, uh, and just because i was born in nine, uh, 1987 okay so when i started to realize that i exist <laughs> <laughs> um, the soviet union was like falling apart you know? yeah. and so we had a lot of problems like economical problems too so that's why um, probably I didn't have things that most of people would want to have mm -hmm. you know like I don't know 
cars. I don't know, but that was fine for me. I know that my mother would probably and my parents they kind of suffered from this, like you know, the going through the stage where they uh, where our country be, became. Uh, independent country mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's why there are there were a lot of economical cri- no, like that was an economical crisis actually yeah. huge one so i i am sure uh, those times were really tough mm-hmm. for them but for me i like that was wonderful childhood you know yeah. i didn't think of it like did, i didn't care because you know I'm, i was a child so and they didn't let it get back to you you just did your yeah, own just thing. like enjoyed it. Yeah, that's wonderful. I remember learning about that in school as it was happening, and the map changed and everything else. And we had to take our old textbooks in and trade them out with the new. Yeah, yeah. I could only imagine what it was like over there, you know. And you were yeah. young at the time, but but yeah. I was fascinated by that part of the world because of all the change. Yeah, I mean, I I, I really wouldn't want to to experience it. Mm-hmm. Uh, being a grown-up, you know? Yeah. So that was smooth for me mm-hmm. as a child. I remember when my mother first, she cooked a veggie burger. Uh-huh. And this product came from, from the States, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the okay. iron wall just fell down. And yeah. uh, a lot of goods, a lot of food from, mm-hmm. from, from the States, actually, uh, started to... To appear in our yeah, country, you know, in our supermarkets, yeah. And I, that was the only time when I I cried, and I I saw uh, I realized how tough it was for our parents because they couldn't afford buying meat. Yeah. And so that was so disgusting. Veggie <laughs> <laughs> burger, really. I ate like th- that was some kind of like for me it tasted like uh, fish food, you know, for, uh-huh. for fish. Yeah, I I something. tried that when I was little. The flakes, I would always it try flakes. it just because. Yeah, yeah, what does this flake. taste like? Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. Why it's so dry? What What the hell is that? What the soft <laughs> substance is? What, was so strange. <laughs> yeah, and so not tasty. <laughs> so you cried over a veggie burger. That's insane. Yeah. Are you enjoying the show? If you are, definitely head over to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, anywhere you're listening to podcasts. Wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. Throw us a five-star rating or a review. We really appreciate that. It helps the show out big time. So like I said, if you are enjoying the show, head on over and give us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you consume podcasts. Thank you. Wow. So that never got down to you. So as you got older... I mean, you 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 started to realize what was going on, or did you kind of stay out of it even then in your adolescence or your teenage years to now? I mean, well, of course, now a lot's happened but since then, but when did you start to notice after that, like things were uh, maybe not as good as you thought they were? Mm. Uh, maybe in my 20s. Okay. When I, well, you know, my father uh, used to be a photographer, mm-hmm. just an amateur, you know, yeah. and uh, <clears throat> he had this whole equipment for for making photos, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. printing, developing photos, yeah. them, and stuff. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
he made a lot of them. Uh, so he did a lot of photography, you know. Mm-hmm. And I have piles and piles of old photos. And uh, I, I used to... I used to re recheck them, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Every time, like I'm at home, I look at those photos and I realized that, and I realized how beautiful it was mm-hmm. back there. Yeah. So times changed drastically, like completely different. Yeah. And uh, well, I don't remember my childhood then, like in nineties, you know, because I was. Mm too young yeah to to realize so sure yeah but uh when i look at those photos i'm just like oh my and and by the way when watching i love watching old school uh movies uh-huh. from the soviet union you mm-hmm. know and i was like oh so so much nostalgia you know mm-hmm. even though i don't remember how it was sure but there's something in my mind that tells me like yes that uh, these were the time that yeah they were great Uh, i'm pretty sure that there were some um cons you know Mm -hmm. pros and cons sure uh, there was definitely a bad side of being in soviet union but Mm -hmm. i don't see it (laughs) Uh, because it reminds me of my childhood that's it Mm -hmm. so when you go home say you're gonna go home here what tomorrow probably you fly or you fly out to you probably fly out tomorrow right yeah okay so when you get home after this whole shindig's over do you go through those photos again or is that when you go back to you like where your parents are at i need to i need to go to my hometown okay because right now we live in kiev Mm -hmm. and our parents uh, they're in the donetsk region Mm -hmm. so i i plan to to go and visit them uh, on the New Year's mm-hmm. holidays, yeah, and I will, I will definitely <laughs> uh, look through all those photos again. Man, well, when did you when did you start getting into music and, and discovering music and and discovering your voice? Not even your voice now, but just that you had a voice. Mm. Um, I remember I started singing at the age of eight, okay. approximately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that I took several uh, vocal lessons. Not several, like, uh, I don't remember how much time I spent attending those classes, you know. Probably it was like two months or maybe half a year. I don't remember really. This was outside of school. This was yeah, d- yeah, private, private yeah. lessons. Okay. Yeah. And um, that's when I, I had my first show. <laughs> yeah, okay. we sang with... Uh, with other girls mm-hmm. on a big stage, yeah, and we were even dancing a little bit. Like a I remember that I fucked up, <laughs> 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 and I, I, and then I realized I don't want to be in a group of people, you know, singing in a group of people. I want to be a, a singer, mm-hmm. and that's it, <laughs> one and only. Yeah, and then I, I became a band member. Yeah, there's no logic. <laughs> yeah, but. <clears throat> Yeah, it was at nine, uh, eight, eight years old. I was eight years old, and when I uh, then in, in nine, at nine, uh, I I became a fan of rock music because okay. I have a elder brother. Mm-hmm. He brought a lot of records 
to our home. Basically, uh, at first, the uh, those were only like uh, Russian rock and stuff like okay. that. Then I heard Nirvana, uh-huh. and then it was like a snowball, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I I just went to Kurt Cobain's house uh, three weeks ago oh. up in Seattle. It's for Wait, sale. You can actually tour it because it's for sale right now. They won't post the address, uh-huh. but the people know what house it is. And the guys lived there, and it was his family for like, I think yeah. he bought it soon after he passed, and he redid everything. There's yeah. fountains in the yard. Have you been there? No, yesterday we were in Seattle. Okay, we, that's we what I was wondering if you, yeah. if you knew. But I was so tired, you know, yeah. there was uh, no time for us to, to visit it. But yeah, um, some of our crew, uh, the guys from our crew, mm-hmm. they told us a story that the house was like completely re- reconstructed or something. Yeah, they Not tore down the, the garage with the, yeah. the greenhouse where he, he died and yeah. uh, put up a big gate. You can still see it, though. And there's still people leaving records that have been sitting out there for probably a year in the rain. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. There's that much passion still. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's and crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yesterday I, I wore a Nirvana T-shirt, uh-huh. uh, as a, as in, like, in honor. Yeah, yeah. To honor, honor Kurt and, and after the show I was just like in a back lounge in our mm-hmm. bus, yeah. enjoying some uh, Alice in Chains and Nirvana yeah. songs, like playing really loud. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. There's a lot of history up there. I mean, what what's the first Nirvana stuff you heard? Was it was it Nevermind or did you hear earlier stuff? Uh, Do you remember the first the first record you heard? Was it when everything no. started exploded? Uh-huh. No, because you, t- uh, you know I remember this that been after yeah you had been older yeah then later on uh, because you know uh, we used to uh, make copies of of tape mm-hmm. tape yeah you know tapes so I don't remember that. Those tapes had any covers, you know, oh, just it was because just a homemade. Yeah, yeah, okay. and so that's why I don't Mixed remember tape. which album I I heard first. Of course, I remember Nevermind, but I think some I I heard something else. But just because I didn't have this cover, mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah, because it was I don't know. I was nine or ten years old. Yeah, so it was like. How many? Oh my God! Twenty-two years ago. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> I just okay. ruined your day. Yeah, <laughs> man. I I I thought that it couldn't be worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, next time you come over here to the U.S., see, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of places you want to have a day off, but on the way between here and Seattle, Aberdeen is 60 miles out of the way. Mm-hmm. That's the bridge. That's his childhood home, his uncle's house where he lived, grandpa's house. There's like statues and stuff. It's really cool. Oh. If you have if you have the opportunity, say, hey, give us a day off between Seattle yeah, and Portland. Yeah, but you know but what? Like, uh, I don't want to to have this vi- vibes, you know, mm-hmm. bad vibes. Because when I think about Kurt, like it's I get very sad. Yeah. And I'm too sensitive to go there and breathe mm-hmm. some sadness and. I, I I probably yeah. won't. <laughs> I, I've had yeah. a lot of people on the show that have been either lived with Kurt or been very close with him, oh. and all sorts of stories. Just how yeah. hilarious he was that you didn't see it. Yeah. But yeah. It, when he's at home, he's just a a riot, just yeah. a hilarious. Yeah. I couldn't even picture it in my head, but they're yeah. like, you have no idea. 
Yeah. I asked him, like, what's it like being so close to someone that the world thinks is theirs? Mm-hmm. And they just, it's, people don't have any idea. Yeah. You know what? Uh, many years ago, I, uh, I had a dream. Mm-hmm. Then um, I was in some kind of a rehearsal studio or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Kurt came up to me and said, hey, Tatiana, do you want to maybe to, to sing a song with us right now? And I said, no, I probably will fuck up. Or I just like I'm too shy. Mm-hmm. I'm too shy. Sorry, Kurt. Like, and I ran away. And then you know, in in our culture, if you if you see dead people in in your dream, mm-hmm. and they invite you mm-hmm. to go somewhere, don't ever um, don't ever go. Don't ever go because you you're probably gonna die soon. You know. Really. Yeah. That's fascinating. Do you do you are dreams a big thing for you? It's a huge thing. For, well, really? not, not I, I for have, culture, but for I you have, personally. Like, yeah, yes. Really? I have goosebumps right now because you asked, you asked this question. Yeah, it's oh, a really huge, <laughs> huge thing for yeah. me because I, I see a lot of dreams that actually came tr- come true and they used to come true. Really? Uh, yeah, I saw a dream about war uh-huh. in our town. Yeah. I saw some dreams about... And that happened. Uh, yeah, about... Uh, some biological catastrophe, like you know, like on, uh, in our town we have uh, this huge factory called uh, Sterol. It's a world, one of the famous like factories. Yeah, they produce ke- chemical like paints, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of stuff. Yeah, and I remember that I saw a dream that something exploded there, and I was running. O- running uh, like uh, around some village mm-hmm. that was situated near this factory and i was looking to uh, for my mom and just to say to to tell her that something is wrong mm-hmm. up there and then the next day my uh group mate from the university she called me and she she said like hey tati what what happened uh, what do you mean like uh, we saw on our news she she was from a different um, city mm-hmm. we saw from the news that there's kind of like a, a, a situation like a really shitty situation yeah. in this f- factory that uh, there is a fire or something like that and I go, what oh, and then i start sh- i started shaking because mm-hmm. uh, yeah it it came true Your dream <laughs> How often yeah. do people come to you in your dream and tell you to go with them? Has it happened more than just Kurt? No. That's the only time it happened. You said no and yeah. ran. I remember I saw uh, Bob Marley okay. chatting with my brother because my brother uh, had uh, he has dreadlocks too. Uh-huh. But the dream was uh, black and white, just like an old picture, mm-hmm. you know. And they were chatting, sitting there, and I was just observing, mm-hmm. and that's it. But I think, yeah, no... No invitations. Okay. <laughs> We're, That's yeah. interesting. I've never heard that before. That that if you go with someone, that it means you're gonna. Yeah, it's a bad soon. bad luck and bad sign. Don't ever do this. That's what we believe. Okay. Yeah. That's what our mothers and grandmothers mm-hmm. believe. Yeah. All sorts of stories to tell. So do you do you have like a uh, a journal or so? Do you keep something by your bed or in your bunk for when you wake up from a dream and write it down? No, dude, do but I really need to. It? Yeah, I remember everything you do. Okay. in my head. Yeah, I don't. I'll forget. 
I keep I keep some of my dreams from childhood mm -hmm. in my head. They are very vivid. I still can watch them over and over in my head. That's beautiful. Yeah, because I love I love dreams. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter bad or good. Yeah. I remember them every night. Every night. Wow. Yeah. Do you write do you write about them in with music? Like do you do you uh, ever bring them into the picture, or is no, it more? No, I I don't think that I describe them in uh, in my lyrics, but I remember that uh, I I love paint painting mm -hmm. like do uh, do art. Really? Okay. Yeah, and um, there were some uh, paintings that I mm -hmm. that I made based on my dreams. Yeah. yeah. Man, so do you do you believe in psychic power? Yeah. You do? Have, <laughs> yeah. You, have you been to a psychic or have no. ever done that? But you'd believe in that. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. I've always... I've I, always I wish I could experience something like that, you know, something like a superpower or whatever. But yeah. I have one. Like I, I have a very strong intuition, mm -hmm. but I haven't yet learned how to use it or how to at least hear mm -hmm. that you have to... This, uh, you have to... Uh, I don't know how you say it. You have to be sure that it is your intuition talking, mm -hmm. or uh, because um, you can mix it with with uh, your doubts, just yeah, doubts, you or know. Or fear. Yeah, or fear. Yeah. So do you always take a minute and try to bash that out for a minute, like, okay, am I just afraid of this, or do I actually feel something yeah, for this? Yeah, exactly. That's fascinating. Have you read Carl Carl Jung? The the he writes yeah. books on dreams. He's a yeah, he's yeah. a uh, no no. I have uh, there were so many books that I really should and uh, should read. Yeah. No, the only thing that I read and I really enjoyed it is Carlos Castaneda. <laughs> 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 that's my favorite ones. <laughs> Man, that's fascinating. That's fascinating. I we've talked some on the show with other people about dreams and stuff like that, but um, yeah. man, that's it. Yeah, I have I, another story. Um, my father mm -hmm. had a <coughs> had a dream. We had a cat, black cat, okay. and so uh, he had a dream that um, our cat came up to him and said, "Okay, hello, human. So you have two ears, right? Um, do you even need those uh, ears? You know, because I'm a cat, and uh, I need it more than uh, I need it." more than you do. So I would like to borrow one from you. Just to yeah. to to hear better. Sure. Then he woke up and uh, he's uh now he's deaf on his what? right ear. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, he started to lose his hearing right after, after that. Yeah. That's that's insane. <laughs> that's creepy. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. that's insane. Okay, there's some power in that. That's crazy. It's like yeah. your own mind telling you, or foreshadowing, or knowing what's going to happen before it. Ha That's insane. Yeah. That's intuition. <laughs> wow. So, man. Okay. So, going back to, I mean, you discover Nirvana, you start to get it. What were the? What were the? I, I want to just backpedal real quick. Uh, the Russian rock acts you were listening to before you discovered Nirvana and stuff like that. What were those bands like? Was it anyone who, who came over here to the States or that I would know? 
or was it I mainly just in, in I don't know because you know Russia is so huge yeah it's massive that they can tour around Russia 36 uh, I mean 365 days yeah. a year yeah. and still like uh, then coming back to to the first city yeah they started the tour and yeah. <laughs> start a tour again you know yeah. because it's so huge and they feel fine touring there uh-huh. that's why it uh, they have russian rock russian hip-hop russian mm-hmm. reggae and they're completely different from what we hear like in europe or in the usa yeah. it's pretty crazy yeah that'd be interesting to see i I've yeah. a lot of buddies. i listen I, yeah i i listen to a heavy metal band called aria mm-hmm well, they are. F- I I don't like heavy metal at all, but really, yeah. But I will listen to Aria every time, like a- any time, yeah. So you like rock music? You like everything but heavy metal and you black metal. I don't like black metal too. Like the sound or the, the what it stands the whole, for? The or whole, the whole, the whole idea. The whole idea. No, it's just it is a little goofy. Very, yeah, yeah, kind of. I'm a. I like it, but I. I definitely look at it like, what happened to you? What <laughs> makes you do this, you know? Like, How old are you? <laughs> yeah. Like, like you're all painted up and they're, they're just playing, but they're just like, oh, yeah, just like they, so. The black, yeah. And guitars are just like this, like white noise. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not my cup of tea, you know? Okay. I, I don't hate on it, but I will never listen to it. Okay. Never go to a black metal show or whatever. Yeah. Man, I was just going to ask you about a band from Ukraine. I, I forgot their name slipped my mind. I was uh, going to have them on the show. I discovered them on YouTube. They were... Like, black metal? Yeah, but it's like melodic no- black metal. Like Nocturnal Morton? No? No, no. I'll have to look it up. Um, okay. They have a song. There's a there's an artist out of L.A. named Zaster. Uh-huh. And they have a song called Zaster. So when I looked up Zaster, their live video came up. And uh-huh. they were beautiful the music was mm-hmm. like huge and loud but it was mm-hmm. beautiful like i okay. was just like transcended and oh, yeah. i emailed the guy and he emailed me back and he's like yeah we'd love to come on the show and i was like okay so how are we gonna work this out with the time zone and we just didn't end up connecting that way well, mm-hmm. we will but we haven't yet um but yeah i'll have to look them up they're they're fascinating you may not be into it being it's it's yeah, really heavy you, but you. it's yeah, if, if you say the name, I will probably know them, but yeah. I am not that uh, they live good in, in... Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're... Because, you know, we have a lot of good musicians in, in Ukraine. Sure. So that's why I may not know anyone in Kiev who plays black metal. Mm-hmm. Uh. This was the, just shockingly good. Well, that's and I, great. I looked them on Spotify. They have like 800 listeners a month. And I was like, are you kidding me? Uh-huh. These guys are amazing. I love seeing stuff like that though because it's at the beginning of that rise. Yeah, yeah. But uh, when did, so when did you start screaming like getting in, I mean without listening to heavy metal rock music doesn't usually go that far. Like you're mm-hmm. pretty extreme mm-hmm. as far as what the, the sounds you're getting. I mean it's pretty I mean it's impressive like even if, I mean all around. It's like haunting. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. But when did you start say did someone inspire you to do that like did you hear somebody and then say i could do that or was it you just started doing it i mean uh, i know you it's mean kind extreme of a weird vocals question. yeah like oh, where did yeah. where did that come from 
without being with that <laughs> kind of background? I had a best best friend, and he showed me uh, OTEP. Okay. And I said, "Oh fuck! Well, this dude is pretty good." <laughs> I said, "Hey, come on, Tatiana. Yeah. It's a girl." I was like, "Huh?" And then I just like I couldn't stop listening to them. Yeah. And I really wanted to shock people like her. Yeah. She inspired me a lot. And yeah, and then I, uh, then I wanted something more, you know, N- not more, but I don't know. Then I switched to Lamb of God, and I wanted to sound like Randy Bly, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I I really did at the beginning, and then I lost it, and something, something like a different shit come out mm-hmm. of my <laughs> throat, you know. Now I don't sound neither like Randy Bly or or Otep. Do you know Randy? I never met. I I've never met him, and I've never been to Lamb of God show oh. before because it is one of my favorite bands yeah. in whole world. Yeah, and I really want. And every time when I see our manager like uh, uh, Des. Uh-huh. Fafara yeah, and the, and his part. wife and is he ma- does he manage you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And that's excellent. Every time I see them hanging out with Randy <laughs> 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 on the Instagram, I was like, "Damn!" Yeah, so I really delicious. want to meet him, but uh, I don't I don't know what what I will say. Well, <laughs> the reason him. I'm asking is because he's a punk rock guy. He's not a metal guy either, but he's got one of the best voices in metal. Have you heard the story on how he started screaming? No. It was a joke. Mm-hmm. It was a karaoke, and they dared him to go up there and do it. Mm-hmm. So he did it as a joke, and they said, are you st- that's pretty fucking good. You should do that. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you talking about? And they're like, no, that, you should do that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really good. And his entire career came from there. Yeah. A joke, like yeah. a dare. It's fascinating. Oh, man. Well, I was a... When I was nine, I considered myself to be a punk, punk girl. Mm-hmm. You know, I listened to um, Sex Pistols mm-hmm. because my my brother did, <laughs> yeah. and um, I I'm a huge fan of the Offspring. Okay. Yeah, and Man. so punk rock is yeah, yeah. It, it's another my weak weak spot <laughs> well the one thing too just to, to touch on this is the one thing similar between you and randy not i mean in extreme vocals we are both spices there you go <laughs> you can understand every word that's the thing where a lot of people hate metal and extreme music because they're like it's just a bunch of screaming well, what the mm-hmm. hell are they saying you can understand every word you're singing you can ever understand every word randy's saying and yeah. I'm like, just just listen to this. And and they'll listen to the song. I'm like, okay, what was he saying? And they can repeat a lot of the lyrics back. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's different, you know, because usually it's just insanity, you know what I mean? Where yeah. you can't hear anything. So that's interesting that you're inspired by him. And, and uh, yeah, I just saw them with Slayer in the summertime mm-hmm. on the last tour. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time I'd seen Lamb of God. I, we were on tour in Virginia, and I'd never heard of Lamb of God. This truck rolls up to this punk squat we were playing, and... Lamb of God's in the back of the truck. Hop out of the truck. Randy gets on stage. It was like this in a living room and mm-hmm. right in my face. And I was just like, 
oh, what the fuck is going on? And like, oh, that's Randy from Lamb of God. I was like, who's Lamb of God? Uh, yeah. You you know, I I think I was probably 17 mm. when I heard Lamb of God first. But before that, I heard just the name, you know, mm-hmm. Lamb of God. And something spoke to me. I don't know why, but... And when I saw uh, the logo, mm-hmm. something spoke to me. You're going to like it for yeah. sure. That was my intuition, by the way. I was like, dude... And then when I had to listen, yeah, yeah, so much power and energy and control. Yeah, it's like oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah, well, you got to tell Des there should be an opening slot with Lamb of God here shortly. Yeah, you can pull that off. Yeah, he's oh. been around the block. We were just, who was it? Was it, uh, he sang for Coal Chamber, didn't he? Uh, Des? Yeah. 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 The guy at yeah. work yesterday was just listening to that. Yeah, and now, and now, uh, uh, Devil Driver. Oh, sorry. I think I need to, I need uh, to do sound check right now because they keep on calling me. Oh, yikes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can cut it short. Uh, Awesome. Okay. Well, Tatiana, thank you so much for oh. being on the show. And thank and you too. Thank you I for the chat. It. Absolutely. Absolutely. No Shut problem. Shut up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, not to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until next time. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank All right. you too. Thank you. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Tatiana from Ginger. Uh, they're on tour now. They're all over the world. It's insane. Their tour schedule's crazy. Uh, the band is blowing up right now. Um, what an interesting person. And, uh, we got into some cool stuff. I think, um, you know, once we broke down the barriers of interviewer interviewee, um, it definitely, you know, you can find out a lot about somebody, you know, when you spend more than 10 minutes with them. So, uh, it was great to be able to do a little bit of a long form, uh, chat. Cause I know, uh, it's, yeah, it's really hard to get to know somebody in that amount of time. So, uh, big thanks to, uh, Natalie at, uh, at, uh, Napalm and big thanks to Tatiana and the Ginger uh, Band for allowing her to be late to soundcheck and not giving her too much shit for that. Um, but yeah, I'm stoked to be doing this, guys. I'm stoked to, to have you guys back day after day here in February. We got another great episode for you coming tomorrow. Um, I, we'll see if we make it more than a week of doing five shows in a week because uh, it's a little ambitious on the network side and on my side with time. So I appreciate uh, all the flexibility you guys, you know, have with the show and, and keep coming back. Definitely rate and review the podcast. Uh, go to Apple Podcasts, wherever you catch your podcasts at, and, uh, you know, shoot us a review. Um, give us a, a, like a written review. That really helps us out. Um, we hit nine on the charts this, uh, last week and that was awesome. And yeah, just waiting for Alec Baldwin to stop releasing episodes and we'll jump up a little higher. <laughs> But uh, that's what happens when you have a uh, gigantic built-in fan base, you know, when you start a podcast is it just blows up, uh, much like if someone starts a new TV show instead of from scratch. So definitely an uphill battle, but we're doing it. And number nine is not bad at all, guys. So thank you so much. Anyways, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow with another new episode of Peer Pleasure. Thank you so much. And as always, we'll see you on the radio.
Hey, this is Doc Coyle, host of the X-Man Podcast and part of the Jabberjaw Media Podcast Network. The X-Man Podcast is where I talk to professionals in the music world and other creative industries about the challenges and transitions of leading monumental ventures. This podcast is for those passionate and driven 20 to 30-somethings at a crossroad trying to figure out what's next. Listen and subscribe at jabberjawmedia.com.